right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another very special roll-along episode of the PlayStation Drive. This is mile number 54. We're going to get into it. With there's been a state of play, we have a supersized show, so let's get into it. I'm joined, as always, by the wonderful Captain Canada himself, Mr. Court Lalonde. Court, how you doing? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Go Oilers tonight. Yeah! Yeah! Go oily people. Uh, And joining us today, we have returning to the show, the man on the moose himself, Mr. Ryan Turford. Ryan, what's up? I missed you so much. I missed you guys too. By the way, go abs. Yeah. By the way, go oily abs. And the man, (laughs) the man himself, the glorious, the beautiful, the effervescent Mr. Sean Capri. What's going on, Sean? Uh, Feeling a little oily myself, but I I demand that we start to to have something click in for Ryan. He might even be the caveman on the moose as part of the RPG cave. I'm just wanting to make this thing. This is a thing. Well, well, next week it's 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 Ryan Ryan and I take over uh, Carpool Gaming again, right? So there you go. Yeah, we push Sean away and Matt away. <laughs> it's just it's Ryan and I again. Oh, Sean claims he might might appear. We'll, I'll still, I'll still, so we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Sean, Sean and I will be going out to get milk from the gas station next week. We'll see if we come back. Never coming right. back. <laughs> yeah, pack of smokes, baby. Yeah, yeah, baby. Without further ado, let's get into it, everyone. Before we get into re- really, make sure if you're watching us over on YouTube.com right now Ooh. at YouTube.com/slash Carpool Gaming. Hit like, hit subscribe, hit share, ring that bell so that you know when all of the fantastic content over at Carpool Gaming goes live. You're going to know as soon as it hits. If you're watching, if you're listening to us on the podcast network of your choice, please hit us with that subscribe, that follow, that five stars. Leave us a review if you can. It helps us grow and reach more people all over the world. And if you want to donate, if you want to help us out even more, head over to patreon.com slash carpool gaming, where if you drop a tip in the old tip jar, out comes content, as Ryan always says, and it's just my favorite line. So please, if you could support us and help us make even more incredible stuff, go over there and do that. But guys... We're going to get into the state of play. We're going to get into all of that in just a minute. But I want to start by, you know, just jamming a little bit, by Mm. by throwing on a playlist, seeing what we've been up to real quick. Sean, I'm going to start with you. Sean, what's new? What's been going on? What have you been playing? Nothing. Go to go to <laughs> cool. somebody else. Back <laughs> man. Excellent. I was just going to say, Sean and I have been playing the same thing, which is also on PlayStation. Cause which, is, which is what, we've Ryan? Been, we've been playing Pac-Man Museum Plus. I downloaded that because of you guys. Okay. It's out on Xbox Game Pass, but it's also on PlayStation. I think it's a $20 purchase here in here in Canada. Um, and I think it's even a little bit cheaper in the States. But it's basically a collection of 16 old school Pac-Man games from, you know, all kinds of generations, whether it's the old arcade machines like the original Pac-Man. Um, you've also got a bunch of Pac-Man games from the Super Famicom that weren't released in North America, like Pac and Time. Um, you've also got, you know, a lot of Game Boy Advance Pac-Man games, um, as well as, you know, stuff like Pac-Man Championship Edition and Pac-Man 256. So um, I've been having a blast with this game. Uh, I like Pac-Man a lot. Um, I, Sean and I talked about this on the Xbox drive, but I think the two of us both agree Miss Pac-Man is definitely the superior version of Pac-Man, but Pac-Man's still pretty fun. And I'm really enjoying this collection. So if you like Pac-Man and you got 20 bucks Canadian to throw out a game, I think this collection is pretty good. So it's definitely worth a look. There you go. So go check, check out a some look. Pac-Man. I also love packing time. I think that's just brilliant. That's why I was giggling to myself. Core, what about you, my friend? What's been going on? What's new in the world of MLB? The so, show? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> new content dropped tomorrow. Lou Gehrig stuff dropped today. So I, I already finished the Lou Gehrig part. Uh, that all dropped <laughs> today. But the new program starts tomorrow. But Cord actually has been playing, actually finished a game this weekend with his daughter. It wasn't on PlayStation. It was on the Nintendo Switch. But it is My Little Pony Maritime Adventure 
It, um, my daughter is thoroughly enjoying this game. Um, I can't thank Sean Capri enough convincing me to buy a Nintendo Switch. Um, yeah. She, she was uh, home today. <laughs> um, it's PA day and she's not feeling too great. So I was able to just to undock the Switch, hand it over to her, and she's been playing My Little Pony. And we have played a ton of uh, Switch sports today. But because of what we saw today in the state of play i am 100 percent going to be playing horizon after this show yes and we're gonna get into that as for myself uh, i've been playing uh digimon world 3 on the uh on on my steam deck using a, a playstation emulator uh, i loved those games growing up i i and uh, i've decided to take a, a dip back into them having a great time and uh yeah it's just been a nice little on the go um experience revisiting my old digimon pals but Folks, we got to slam the brakes because we have a bunch of news to get to before we get to the state of play. There's one news that we got to hit uh, along the way, you know, on the off ramp onto the state of play. The PlayStation Plus monthly games for June for the essential tier have been announced. We're getting God of War, Naruto to Boruto, Shinobi Strikers and Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Those are the three at the essential tier for the month of June. They'll be available starting next Tuesday, June 7th. I want to say, yeah, I know know how you felt about this list, Mm. but I actually thought this list was awesome. Like, I understand God of War, you know, it it came out a long time ago. And for people that bought a PS5, they they got it in the PS Plus collection. But anytime you put one of the best games of all time out there in any sort of way for anybody to get for free, if they didn't have the PS Plus collection, it's a win. This is... um, when I use the word masterpiece on a video game, it follows up with this game. Like it's one of the best games I've ever played in my life. Uh, it's up there in my top 10 of all time. And you know what? Nickelodeon brawl could probably be pretty fun to give it a whirl for five hours and never touch it again. But just having God of War in there just makes it perfect. It's just such a good game. It's just such a good game. It is such a good game. Ryan thoughts. What do you think about June's games? Yeah. I'm kind of in the same <laughs> place with court. I mean, I, I will say I'm, I'm a little more mad on it because I just, I don't feel the same way about God of War as pretty much everyone else in the world. Right. I just, I just thought it was okay. I just personally, like I saw the, the technical merits were there and I can understand it's a masterpiece from game design, a game design perspective, but I just personally didn't enjoy it as much. Like I actually prefer the older God of War games. Cause that's just, that's just Ryan Turfer. That's just how I operate. But I, and also Naruto to Bruto Shinobi Strikers is actually a really bad game, too. I mean, <laughs> as someone who plays a lot of anime games and actually likes Naruto a lot, that game is not good. But right. <laughs> I know from a certain person to, to my right that might look different on the actual screen itself. Uh, Sean Capri has played Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl quite a bit, and he says that game's actually pretty fun. Yeah, I have, nothing, I have nothing to add to that. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> it is yeah, super right. fun. Yeah, God of War. God of, I mean, this is a weird thing because you're right. Like mo- many people who have a PlayStation probably have played God of War. So you might look at this and go like, cool game, but I don't really like whatever. Never under We should never assume that the vast majority of people have played these amazing, wonderful games that are hallmarks of the damn platform. Like I look at when we went from PS3 to PS4 and there was some crazy number of the number of people who owned a PS4 who had never played The Last of Us. And it was nuts so i think that every day they're selling millions of or hundreds of thousands of ps5s whatever's available and a lot of people are coming into playstation for the very first time so the fact that people can jump in and get god of war one of the greatest games of all time i'm with you court kind of hands down man like you have this list up against like what 
what Xbox is doing with, with games with gold, and it's laughable. So there's no See, complaining on my part for this one. See, I don't really have an issue with God of War being here. I think more my issue is the timing with PlayStation Plus launching this month and it's going God of War will be at the extra and the premium tiers. I would have rather this hit like a couple of months ago to at least give it that breathing room because it's going to be like like we said, it's going to be on the PlayStation Plus. It's going to be it's already part of the, P, uh, you know, the PS5 collection. It's just so everywhere that I would have rather this hit a month or two ago instead of hitting the same month that people are already going to be getting it for free if they haven't already, if they're subscribed at the extra or above tiers. So that's my only wish it, uh, with, uh, issue with it. Agreed, the game is fantastic. Everyone should play it. It's an it's an, one of the all-time greats. I think for me, my my bigger issue is just the timing of it. Naruto to Baruto, I have absolutely no feelings about. Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. <laughs> is that is, a real title? That's it actually, is a real title. And it's it is a real again, title. Not yeah. a good game. And I've played a bunch of Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. It's fine, but I think this is obviously very much like a, hey guys, I know multiverses corner but please check out nickelodeon this that's what it feels like to me yeah. um just the way that the game launched with the voice acting and stuff like it really did hamper the experience for me um but like i don't know we have jimmy neutron's dad coming which is a choice so uh and they're gonna get a bunch of new characters so there's yeah. no dlc coming for this game so there is there is yeah. um so I, I guess we'll fi- i guess we'll find out like, again those games will be hitting very very soon and uh yeah get stoked get excited you can oh, download them Matt, before i i hate to interrupt you but before we move on to the state of play one thing i want to point out because we're on the topic of playstation plus Mm-hmm. Um, we got confirmation this morning because this is kind of an update on the story you guys, you and Court have been talking about for a little while, which is the PlayStation Plus PS1 games. Mm-hmm. Um, and the service went live in Japan this morning. Um, and there was actually a couple videos that came out about this because we knew that the PAL versions of PS1 games had come to the Malaysia region. But when the, the, they went live on the Japanese servers this morning, um, they were all the NTSC games. So I wanted to point that out here um, because I know, I know maybe you guys are going to talk about that more next week. But um, I think that's a pretty big story because I think that gives us hope that maybe just maybe with PS Plus hitting North America in the next couple of weeks, maybe we finally get we get the NTSC, NTSC games instead of the PAL games. Like, I'm super happy to see that. And, and Ryan, does that mean we won't get because I, I was watching. um uh, some YouTube videos on and they were showing like the stuttering and like the frame rate drops because it was the PAL games. If it's the yeah. end, it, we're going to get better. Versions They'll be totally of the fixed. Okay. Totally fixed. Yeah. So I'm, I'm on that train, please, please, please. Because digital foundry did some videos on it. And I was like, Whoa, <laughs> that's a, yeah. well, ape escape look real bad. Yeah. yeah. Mystic did an, uh, a video this morning about it and he was playing ape escape and it ran at 60 frames per second. Nice. flawlessly With no ghosting. So yeah, awesome. I'm, hope, I'm hoping that'll be the kind of standard because I know Ape Escape is the only, at least last I checked, Ape Escape was the only one confirmed for that, which is why I was waiting to bring it up to see if we get further confirmation from PlayStation. Um, because yeah, Ape Escape, from what I could tell them from the, what I was reading, Ape Escape was the only one confirmed to be running at 60 frames with the NTSC version. So hopefully that will be across the board um, and not a random one-off. So not well, likewise, we also saw, you know, the, a version of Jumping Flash on there, okay. and Everyone's Golf, that also was fixed as well, which were two of the problematic games from the, the digital foundry video. So I'm hoping this is good news for North America, but I just wanted to share that real mm. quick before we get into the state of play. And we yeah. appreciate that, Ryan. We appreciate that so much, Ryan. All right, guys, we got the state of play. We, we They kicked off Summer Games Fest, a.k.a. E3 is not dead, live forever, E3. Yeah! 
Yeah. Nope. Yeah. 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 I feel like it's a shot. It's just a shot. You know? Don't be sensitive. It's, it's not a shot. It's I'm, just I'm not being sensitive. That's fine. It's fine. No, you it's be not, that way, Sean. It's a shot. It's, it's, I'm not even trying to hide it. It's a shot. Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. Oh, I thought you meant not me being a shot. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not making shots at anybody. Ryan's just so, anyways. so, so ashamed. <laughs> anyways. Anyways, uh, worst state of play, Neil Blue Box. This wraps up the episode. Let's move on, folks. Uh, but in all seriousness, let's get into it. Our first announcement starting off today's state of play. We've got 30 minutes of coverage across third party and PSVR 2 titles. The very first one coming March 24th, 2023. We saw Resident Evil 4, the remake running on PS5. It was PS5 footage. We also found out that there's PSVR 2 content in development for the game. No outright confirmation about what that content will be, whether that'll be the game playable entirely or there's going to be some one-off modes. But we do know that there is content coming uh ryan i'm gonna go to you first because you i feel like you're our resident horror man uh how are you feeling about resident evil 4 coming back being remade so i'm of two minds of this because on one hand i've been saying for the longest time that resident evil 4 i don't think it needs a remake because as a longtime resident evil fan because resident evil is like one of my favorite series of all time um as far as video games are concerned i I, it's a series that as as uh, like Resident Evil 4 in particular doesn't need a remake because it plays so well and it holds up so well. If you go back to play the original version of the game, I almost feel like it doesn't need a remake in the same way that a lot of other Resident Evil re- games do, like Code Veronica or Resident Evil Zero or, you know, something like Resident Evil 1 maybe, you know, as a candidate for getting another remake after the GameCube remake to have a version of it that doesn't play with take controls. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, this footage that we saw today looks awesome. And as a, a Resident Evil fan, as someone who loves Resident Evil 4, like, yeah, I, 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 I think they sold me on this game more than I thought they would. And I can't wait to play this. I'm glad that we have a release date as well. We don't have too long to wait, although, you know, it is March, so it's almost a year away. And it's almost just like a kind of like a mini birthday gift to me because it's, you know, comes out three days after my birthday. So um, I am super stoked for Resident Evil 4. I'm curious to know what the VR footage uh, content is going to be because it doesn't sound like the full game is going to be in VR, but maybe mm-hmm. it's going to be like, because a lot of Resident Evil games have a lot of side modes, like the mercenaries where you're doing, you know, uh, killing a bunch of, you know, enemies in a certain time frame and then kind of escaping an area. So maybe they do something like that in, in VR and maybe that's what they do with the VR direction for this game as opposed to doing the full game in it. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just curious to see more and uh, I'm excited. March 24th of next year. I'm, I'm hyped for it. I, I can't wait for this game. It's a come in court. How are your feelings on Resident Evil 4? Are you a big horror person? I am not a big horror person, um, but uh, I, I do like Dead Space and I do like Resident Evil. Those are probably the only two that I'll uh, venture into. Um, but uh, <laughs> I am definitely, I'll, now that PlayStation Plus is a thing, I think a lot of Capcom and Square Enix games will end up on the service um, months after or year after whatever. This is the, hey, I'll just wait for it to be on the service type game for me. It's not day and date thing. Resident Evil's not that thing for me that I'm like, I gotta go play it right away. Mm-hmm. I um, I like some horror games. Dead Space definitely would be that. But um, yeah, Resident Evil's just, it's it's a, I'll play it, but I'm not like, oh, I gotta go play it type thing. <laughs> 
Sean, your face your face looked betrayed, hurt, and all kinds of things. Is this a day and date for you? Hold on, hold on. Not mad. Good. Just disappointed. Good. Not mad, just Good. disappointed. Um, I'm okay with it. This is one of those games. Here's, here's how I'll describe my reaction to this game. Um, they just needed to show me the logo and the date, and I would have been happy. Like I, that's basically where I'm at with it. Just it's a real thing. It's coming out. They're they're putting their their flag in the ground in March, three days after Ryan's birthday. You'd think they'd remember to put it on the the real date. But happy belated to Ryan. Uh, yeah, little little consideration next time, Capcom. Come on, Capcom, dude. This this game needs a remake. People need to play it. Uh, th- to my point earlier, not everybody's played this game. Not everybody has a Wii or a GameCube or whatever the hell this thing first came out on. Um, yes, please. One of the best games ever made. People should play it, and it really isn't i will say this it's not all that scary court even you could play this game i i, I dare oh no it has I not the scary. it's just it, it doesn't i don't know it, resident evil i don't know what it is it's just like i i played the last one and i was like all right like yeah, i no, did this is the one i finished it, it this was is the like, one whatever it's for the merchant alone they should have had the merchant say what are you buying it's like when yeah, people tell selling? me to go play persona it's supposed to be this thing and i'm like ah no it no, you should go thing. play Persona. In I'm very excited. Court, yeah, you should, court, you should go play Persona. Uh, as for myself, I am excited about this one. Resident Evil 4 was actually my first Resident Evil game back on the GameCube, and I think it's I think it's one of the few that I've actually finished, you know, front to back. Um, I don't remember it much because of uh, the wee young age that I played it at, but I'm excited to have an opportunity to go back with it kind of what I assume will be how I remember the game yeah. to be. So I'm excited to jump in. Um, and, and kind of do that. I'm very curious about the PSVR 2 content. I'm hoping it's not just going to be some shooting galleries and stuff. Um, that was PSVR 1. I'm hoping with the new controllers and everything that they're doing, I hope we get some robust content built around it. Uh, it'll be terrifying. I will be crying and being a giant baby about it, but I will still attempt uh, to do it. But uh, before we move on to, to the next part, folks, let's get into some stick shift where we rank the hype. Um, because this is the first game that we got out of the announcement, I, I'm going to put this in one for the time being, and we'll see whether it lives there uh, for the rest of the for the rest of the, uh, the the state of play. But right now, stick shift number one level of hype: uh, Resident Evil Four. The next thing that we got was confirmation that Resident Evil Village is coming to PSVR 2. This means that uh, we didn't get a date or anything, but we did find out that it is coming fully remade. They showed off a bunch of gameplay, shooting multiple guns at the same time, floating hand stuff. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I think I'm actually going to wait to finish Resident Evil Village. I finished the castle, uh, but I think I'm going to restart the game and never leave the castle and just hang out with Lady Dimitrescu for uh, the rest of my life. That'll be fun for me and for everybody else. Um, But anybody else? Honestly, uh, your controllers are going to get messy. That's why I got the white ones. Um, But moving on... (laughs) I, who's going to be jumping back in for uh, for PSVR 2 for Resident Evil Village? Yeah, I mean, I talked about it, you know, when like a few months ago, we first, you know, had PSVR 2 announced. Um, I, I ta- I've talked about it on a bunch of sh- times on the show where I get very motion sick in VR. So um, I didn't know if I wanted to, you know, invest in another VR headset with PlayStation VR 2. But as Matt, as Matt kind of pointed out to me when we were talking about it, that it's possible that, you know, with the technology of PSVR 1, the original, like it could just, could have just been that because of the way the games were running on that, maybe that was what was making me motion sick. So if I invest in this headset, then it is a, I will definitely play this because I love Resident Evil, as I talked about earlier. Um, I love Resident Evil 8. I think it's like an infinitely replayable game in a lot of ways because there's a lot of little things you can do each time and there's a bunch of different endings and stuff. So um, there is definitely reason for someone like me who's completed the game before to go back to it um, and then to be able to do that in VR and have like almost like a brand new experience with it, um, especially because of how 
awesome they did of a job on Resident Evil 7 mm-hmm. in VR, which I think that's like the definitive way to play that game. Like, I, I can't wait to jump into this and, and play it again and get kind of spooked out. In, Wasn't that the original out, yeah. demo for PSVR? Like with at the E3, the, the yeah, kitchen, kitchen, which was Resident kitchen, Evil. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Sean Court, any feelings? Are you going to be hopping back into Resident Evil 8 Village on PSVR 2? No. Okay. I I, I have an overall comment. Um, first of all, Resident Evil 4 is my Resident Evil. That So I was still kind of like lightheaded um, immediately after that. I don't know like when to get excited about this because we didn't get enough information about actual the PSVR too. It's kind of mm-hmm. like my overall commentary on this kind of thing. So yeah, there's games and that's great. And I think overall the games look better than I expected them to look as far as mm-hmm. VR presentation goes on a live stream and that kind of stuff. Like there's a lot of opportunity for that to look bad. And I think those games, the, the games that we'll, we'll talk about more look pretty decent. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to, um, I don't know what to do with my hands at this point. Cause I, yeah, I know oh. you're doing I know what you're going to do. Yeah, hands. we know what Matt is doing for do sure. With, with uh, white controllers. When are we playing this thing? Like how much is the, is the VR? Blended. Like I still have questions. Mm. I still have questions on this front. So I'm not all the way there, but yeah. Okay. And just to throw it out there real quick, the, to, with, <laughs> with Resident Evil 7, you didn't have to buy anything else. It mm-hmm. was just an upgrade for the game that already existed. They basically just added on as an extra mode. So I imagine they'll do something similar with this, where as long as you own Resident Evil 8, you will probably get the that's VR awesome yep i i hope you're right ryan because that would like they already set a precedent i would hope that they wouldn't go back on that um but i i feel like a t- the temperature check uh resident evil 8 village psvr 2 slots in at number two i don't think that overtakes the hype for resident evil 4 as of yet everybody seemed much more excited about the first one i agree uh, all right uh the next uh announcement that we got saints in well the walking dead saints and sinners 2 retribution we got a 2022 uh, release window. They haven't confirmed anything as of yet, but this to me, folks, tells me that PSVR 2 will probably hit this year if they were willing to day and date this. I don't see this coming to the original PSVR. Um, the, the original was already felt, felt like a stretch on the original PSVR because it really did feel like it was pushing the capabilities a little bit, especially when it comes to the controllers and the way that your hands operated. So, And even from, the compatibility with the PS5. Like, exactly. Yikes right now. Yeah. So that's what I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that this as excited as I am, because the first one is really good, I was I have been really enjoying my time with it. This almost tells me that the PSVR two is also imminent. Where where are you guys out on this court? What do you think? Are we getting PSVR two this year? And how do you feel about Saints Sinners two? I I showing the twenty twenty two makes me think yes, we are. Um, mm-hmm. Sony has done things in the last couple of weeks that I'm like, okay, maybe they are. Uh, COVID never bothered them or something. I, I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> Because I thought for sure God of War was getting delayed. And then they were like, oh, yeah, by the way, here is all our accessibility features and it's getting rated in Korea. And oh, it's probably coming out this year. And now PSVR, you get the, a game that just gave us a 2022 date. Why would they even give us 2022 mm-hmm. date if this console or sorry, peripheral wasn't coming out holiday? So, uh, Court, I've got breaking news. Breaking news. This comes to us from the PlayStation blog. Oh, a it blog confirms post. that this game is coming to PlayStation VR one and two. Okay. Oh, oh. Right. Look at them being so about it. So everybody got mad at that, and that's why they're bringing that the blog post. Right. Mm. So I mean, well, there's a blog post for all the games we saw today, um, and that was one specifically. So they mentioned specifically it's coming to PSVR one and two. Okay. Which would then mean it will come to PSVR one this year, which doesn't confirm PSVR two is coming this year. Oh, so, you know right. what? I take it all back. 
does Sony even need to have a come out holiday 2022? I don't think they do. I, I don't I, think they do either. Yeah. I with, mean, with, and this sounds weird with, unless Xbox comes out and knocks the socks off us and says a whole bunch of stuff is coming out, but the dongle ain't going to move the needle. So mm-hmm. if that's coming, like if you're Sony right now, you're sitting in the driver's seat. If you know, you're going to have a lot of your, one of your biggest first parties dropping this year. Do you need to drop out a huge, huge thing in PSVR 2 that could get overtaken by a game called God of War? See, I think they still might just because I feel like that's two different audiences. I think PSVR 2, even when it comes out, will still be a niche product. It's not going like A, it's going to be impossible to find, as we've seen with anything with any new tech coming out right now. And B, people can still exist in both of those spaces without them overtaking one another. Um, I don't see the PSVR 2 being this like massive hit at the beginning um, in terms of, you know, getting to the general audiences. So I do think it's still possible. I just think that my biggest question is, will they have enough units ready to go for this year i think it is ready i think the games are like we've seen a bunch of games i think they're pretty imminent slash ready to go my biggest question is will just they have enough physical units to make it worth launching if they're only going to have however many right do they hold it till next year you know make them more readily available or do they do the first run this year and see what happens or they release it at the same time as the next spider-man and there's a vr mission in it that you can do with the next spider-man game that'd be cool so you're then selling the biggest property that Sony has and then be like, oh, P.S., do you want to go swing around New York? Because you can do that on this thing. Mm-hmm. Sean, any feelings about uh, Saints and Sinners 2? Not particular. I honestly thought the most interesting piece was that it may have hinted at the release date for PSVR 2. Um, I'm not Great. sure if I should congratulate and thank Ryan for the breaking news or condemn him for <laughs> not paying attention to the damn podcast that he's on. He's out there surfing the web on Netscape Navigator or whatever it is. On LimeWire, downloading music. I'm just throwing shade. Apparently, no, very good. I can't. All right. So I'm going to slot that into number three, and we feel like the least hype about that. The next thing that we got was a confirmation that No Man's Sky will be coming to PS5 with the PSVR 2. It already exists on PS5, but we'll be getting an update over onto PSVR 2. I'm hyped about this. I think this is awesome. The original No Man's Sky is already a fantastic win on PSVR. It's like my favorite way to play that game. Um, So this is is fantastic. I love that we're going to be hopefully getting a better mode for PSVR 2 rather than just being like, here, play the same old one. Court, how are we feeling about this? This, if PSVR 2 is coming this year, this puts my hype level through the roof. This, this to me, um, looks like a game that is a launch title for PSVR 2. It is a, I dare to say, a system seller because who wouldn't want to go fly around in space mm-hmm. and go walk on different planets? And it just looked like, it looked like an adventure. Mm-hmm. It looked like everything as kids we grew up and we're like pretending to do. And now I can just go do it in a game. Like the fact that you can like hop in your ship and then go fly out into space. Oh my God, I just want to do it. Like give me this now and I would play this over and over again. Well, I want to awesome. like, I want to put it on like people that don't play video games on and often. This is one of those games where you would, a friend that doesn't play video games all the time, be like, put this headset on, go fly this spaceship. And they'd be like, what'd you just say? Go fly a spaceship. Yep. It's awesome. And like I said, they already have a massively strong foundation with the PS4 VR version. Uh, Sean, you seem, you were pretty excited about this one. 
Well, how are you feeling about this temperature check? Everything that Court just said, I echo 100%. Back when this game was being developed and there was a bunch of hype going on about it, um, we were all excited to see, could this be the one that launches into PSVR, PSVR 1 at the time? And <laughs> Sean Murray's like, we're just trying to get the game to work right now. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, like the fact that the game is so much bigger and so much better than it was back then, what an awesome opportunity at this point to, I think you're right, Core. this could be a system seller to exactly everything you just said. I don't think I have anything to add other than I'm totally stoked about this as an opportunity. I still have questions about VR. I like, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know how to feel. I, I don't know what to do with my hands again. What am I supposed to do with these hands? Are they supposed to get excited or not? Like, when is it coming out? How much is it going to cost? Like I have all these questions. So like, I feel like I'm being teased a little bit, you know, and I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like that all that much, but maybe I'm just the next bot coming in here. They're getting you ready. They're getting you ready. They want you to buy in on the software before they even price the hardware, right? Like, I mean, that's a good point. Yep, they're definitely doing. They are Sony. They are Sony. Well, that really is everybody. Like, I, I I don't mean to throw shade. Like, that is as much as I love my Xbox. There's not much software they throw at us. Uh, the one thing I will say is that's the exact opposite approach that they did with PSVR one though, where they sold mm-hmm. you on the headset and then they're like, here are these experiences that you can have. Yeah, this is better. This is actually better. I just, this is the better yeah. method. I agree. They're more games. games. They're not just experiences. They look yes. like full fledged games. That's a good not call. Just, what yeah. a difference. Yeah. So how hyped are we about this? Are we more hyped for this or Saints and Sinners 2? Way more. For oh, this. way more for this. This or Resident Evil 8 PSVR 2? This. This. I mean, I'm I'm more excited. All right, people, but I'll give it to you guys. I'm with No Man's Sky as well, uh, for me personally. So let's scot that out. So that means that that drops. That goes to number two. Uh, PSVR two, Resident Evil Eight drops to three, and then Saints and Sinners drops to four. The next thing that we got was actually Horizon Call of the Mountain. We saw gameplay of the PSVR so two exclusive title. We saw climbing. We saw floating Rayman hands. We saw bow shooting. We saw a bunch of robot dinosaurs wrecking havoc. The game looks smooth. It looks gorgeous. It looks beautiful. Sean, as you and I, I feel like, you know, we reviewed Horizon Forbidden West together. We had differing opinions, but we also kind of met in the middle along the way. Are you excited for a PSVR 2 Horizon? I'm such a bummer on this one. No. So it's good to just get it over with with me going first. No, I this game looks enormous. It looks expansive. It looks like all the things that we should want out of a VR game. But for some reason, I can't quite comprehend how that's going to work. So it's very ambitious. Like to me, like that's the word I'll, I'll, I'll use to describe this one. It just looks like, holy crap, they're really going for it. It's not like a little like segment or sliver of a game. This looks very intense and i just i don't know man i had a hard enough time fighting the the robot dinosaurs in regular mode let alone all the different like i don't know it looks too hard <laughs> to be so i don't let, know i'm let, gonna control it let me ask you this then because i feel like part of our issue with forbidden Damn west it. was how big and how ultimately some parts of it didn't feel as important than others if this is a more linear experience does that make you more or less likely to play it? No, I, I just I have I have my issues with this game and this okay. franchise, I think. Like I just don't think that the the characters involved are all that interesting. I, I think that the most interesting stuff is only glanced over and it goes to places that I didn't really love anyway. So this is mm-hmm. not the one that's gonna get oddly enough, it's like this weird indie game about space and exploration and infinite planets. That I'm like, yeah, give that to me. And then this hallmark of a of a of a franchise in PlayStation that I'm like, nah, I'm okay. So that's just, that's where I'm at. All right. Ryan, what about you? 
I think this game looks awesome, and I yeah. can't wait yeah. to play it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, the, but it, it's in the same camp. That as, I as, as you said, Sean, you have issues. Where if if I'm if I'm getting a PSVR, this is a day one game for me. And if I don't get a PSVR, then I'm not playing this. So um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think this. I don't think this does enough dough to sell me on like I need a PSVR day one. But, okay. you know, it's the drip feed effect because between Horizon and No Man's Sky and Resident Evil Village, like, I think it's starting to add up where I'm like, OK, I think I can re- I need to realistically start making plans for when I'm going to get this thing. Court, so. what about you? Are you a day one PSVR tour? Yes. And th- this game, one thing Sean did say, I was like, I was looking at the combat. I'm like, OK, because I, I know what the controls look like. So uh, the controllers, sorry. Um, so I was like, how am I moving? And at the same time, pulling back my bow, like in fight scenes, because mm-hmm. when you're fighting in Horizon, it's uh, it's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of things going on when you're fighting just without VR. So I would really want to see what the combat's like, but just the traversal and exploring the world and like going in the water, like. I just want to do that to see what it's like. Like, 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 I think that's so cool. I'm with you. I can't wait to get stomped on by uh, giant robot dinosaurs. Yeah, uh, yeah do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah do you think? Yeah. Okay, Ryan. Then you are you and I are the only ones we can slot this wherever we want on our stick shift hype list. Uh, more or less than RE4? So more than more than RE4? No. Okay. M- more or less? Uh, sorry, No Man's Sky or this? Don't you uh, dare. I'd have to say this over No Man's Sky. I'm sorry, Sean. Sean, what do you think? This is this is pretty damn near to the bottom for me. <laughs> this is way down. Don't care. Don't care. Sorry. Okay. Um, let's let's compromise then and slot it because I am excited for No Man's Sky, but I'm also excited for this. But I think you know to compromise, let's slot it in at number three. We're gonna slot uh, Call of the Mountain at number three, which bumps Resident Evil and Saints and Sinners down. I, I'm comfortable with that. Let's do that. I mean, Sean, uh, you got to give it to us that it's, it looks better than Saint Sinners. Don't, oh, of course, yeah. of course. And and honestly, yeah. like, don't don't make adjustments for me. Like, what do I know? No, I that's why we're, we're adjusting together. We're a bunch of adjusting we're people. Friends, Sean. Yeah, we're friends. Aww. we're adjusters. Look at us. We're adjusting. We're like, we're like insurance people. Yeah, yeah. Look at us insure. <laughs> uh, the next major update that we got was for, for Horizon Forbidden West. We got word insurance that insurance people, up- adjusters, yeah. like an adjuster, oh, they, they come over and yeah. come on, keep uh, up. Yeah, come on. Uh, <laughs> wow, we got a major dude, update today. Uh, we got transmogs coming. We got a skill reset, ultra hard difficulty, and new game plus, new weapons and trophies, and it is out now. Court, how excited are you about this? Because you did say that this would pull you away from MLB the show. Um, what is it about this update that want you want makes you want to dive back in? Uh, well, New Game Plus for me and just going back into the world, just having anything different about the game just so mm. I can go back in. I thoroughly enjoyed this game. I didn't platinum it. This mm. gives me a reason to go back and go get that platinum, right? That'll start me at the beginning and I know the stuff that I've missed so I can go back and do it. I didn't that one missable trophy. I did get it. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll be able to go. This gives me a hey. Let's go platinum a game. Um, I okay. thoroughly enjoyed the world. I I really loved um, visiting certain sections of California or in the, going out in the desert. Just looking at the landmarks, like Vegas, to me when you're it was unreal to me. Mm-hmm. Um, to have that in a video game and just the the character dialogues. I couldn't believe how well they did the animations 
and how well that was done. So to me, I thoroughly enjoyed this game and the conversations. I did. Uh, I know Sean kept telling me the South Park thing, and it did go through my head um, <laughs> a couple of times when I was having conversations, especially with the balloon ride guy. I was like, dude, seriously? But uh, I do want to go back and have some more fun with this game and be like, you know, if we do New Game Plus and I've got everything at the very start, it's kind of cool, right? Yeah, I think the New Game Plus and I think the transmog system for me are the kind of highlights out of this. I don't know if it's, it's enough to kind of pull me back in without any sort of content or an expansion, uh, but it does, definitely makes me think about it. Ryan, you famously have not even gotten around to Forbidden West yet. Does this update make you more likely to jump in sooner rather than later? No, only because I'm waiting for like a big stretch of road where I can somehow fit this game in without having to worry about other games. And June is not the month to do that. I mean, we've got the quarry <laughs> next week. We've got AI, the Somnium files at the end of the month. We've got the Capcom fighting collection. We've got other games that may or may not be coming out this month that haven't been announced yet that we already kind of know about. Mm-hmm. If you're on the up and up. So at this Teenage point, Mutant Ninja, Ninja that's what he's saying. Uh, like, yeah, like, like, we are all that. playing that game. Yep. That game drops. I will stop hey. playing. It will be the show. It is over. Four-player team up. Oh yeah. my God! Can oh. I be Michelangelo? I want to be Michelangelo. No dips, dips. I want to be Leonardo. Oh, oh no! Yeah. I want to be Damn, Raphael. So Sean's okay. Donatello. Donatello. That that makes sense. Sense. I'll take. I'll take. That makes sense. You got the glasses. I'll take Come the D. Now. All right. I'll take I'll the play, D. I'll play, I'll play. <laughs> you love the D. <laughs> so, getting back to your question about Horizon, Matt, I am excited about playing it at some point. I will definitely play it before the end of the year because I I, I want to play it for you know game of the year conversations and stuff that we're gonna have as for, as a, as a group. Um, but I think this is probably like a. This is probably like a late July, August thing for me to jump into this game, because at the time it came out, I was playing Elden Ring while also, you know, prepping for my move at the time. And I just I just didn't have time to fit the 60 hour game in there. So, Ryan, um, I think July and August is probably the time. There, there's there's no way you're going to play this thing late July with Live Alive, with Xenoblade, with Digimon Survive. Let's let's just move it further down the calendar year. Please, it's not Matt, I'm, I'm never playing Digimon Survive ever. OK, Ryan, well, like, you know what? Play it. You know when he's playing this game when it comes to PlayStation Plus next year? Yeah, hmm? you're not wrong. Well, I mean, what ended up happening with Horizon uh, with Forbidden West when I first played it was Fair I on. also didn't play that when it came out either. I waited until the end of November to play that game. Um, there you hey, go, like, I'm going to be clipping so many things out of this show because like Ryan has said, like, I agree with court like four times. And now he just told me I'm not wrong. I'm. Honestly, I almost cry. I might cry right now. I, I don't know what's going on. It's a big day for you, Court. This this has been a very long and hard <laughs> episode so far, and I'm very proud. Uh, let's, keep, let's keep let's keep her going. We got a uh, Spider-Man PC confirmation coming August uh, coming July. No, August twelfth. There we go. 12th. August 12th, coming to PC. And then we also got confirmation on the blog that Miles Morales will launch on PC in oh. fall 2022, meaning those two will be coming quite closely back to uh, back. to back. Finally coming to PC. I'm very excited about this. Uh, an opportunity to take these on the go with me with the Steam Deck is 100% up my alley. This thing, the Steam Deck continues to be the PS Vita 2 as much as I want that to actually be a thing. I think this is awesome. I know this is our, a couple of the games, first party games that a lot of people have really been clamoring for and having an opportunity to play. So this is awesome. I, just more accessibility and more ways to play these games is fantastic. Uh, Sean, where are we at on Spider-Man PC? 
Put it on my PC and let me play. This game is amazing. Yes. Mm. Yes. This is, I mean, this is something that I actually could see myself replaying. I don't really do that with a lot of games, but I mean, I'm, man, what do, you, what do you say about Spider-Man? That hasn't already been said. This is, yeah. I saw Joey in the chat, Joey Splats, um, good friend of ours in the chat. Like now I can play it. Finally, I have the, the ability to play this game. And I think there's going to be a lot of people like that. This game is going to sell like freaking hotcakes, dude. Mm-hmm. This thing is going to explode whatever launcher. This could actually, you know what? This could be, this could justify PlayStation launching their own launcher, like or establishing their own PC launcher. And people are like, oh, well, if what? I got to go over to, to, to that thing to, to play Spider-Man, it might work. PS Now. PS yeah. Now already yeah, exists. Yeah, I was going to say, why don't you just put it in PC. PS Now? Like that's... Mm-hmm. Like they'll definitely won't right away. I don't no. think Sony's going to right away. But yeah, I just think I as they get more be, into PC, like what are they going to do? Is everything like what launcher? Is it just everything's on Steam? Steam. This game will outsell any other game that's out there. But I want trophies. Like my big thing, my big hang up with every. We talked about this. Um, what did we play? God of War God on of PC. War. Um, I want trophies on PC. Like they've got to. It's great that these games are coming out on PC, but they got to do. They got to up the game a little bit here. There's, they they're still yeah, because then I could platinum it for the third time. I platinum this game twice now. Yeah, dude. PS4, PS5. Likewise, and um, I didn't do the cheesy platinum. I didn't do my save file. I went I through it and played it again. Court, you're a special, special guy. Yeah, I'm excited for this. I, I can't wait for this. It's going to be awesome. Um, you know, more people to play it. Where are we on the hype for Spider-Man PC? Are we, we I, I'm ready to slot this into number two. This is more hype for me than yeah. No Man's Sky, than Call of the Mountain. I'm ready to put this in number two. Where are we at on this, folks? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, with you. I'm agreeing with you. It's, 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 oh, it's, yeah, it's, baby. It's, it's, it's Spider-Man, right? Like, we've talked about this before. I know Sean and I have talked about the most recognizable comic book character type things right now. Spider-Man is number one. I would love to say it's Batman, but it's definitely Spider-Man right now. Spider-Man and is up there with like Mickey Mouse. It's huge. Of like he's, international. He's, he's ginormous. Swinging unfortunately, around. unfortunately the, you know, I, I'm not Mickey a big Mouse. fan of the latest movie, but then it is what it is. Yeah. They the actually Spider-Man like movie. You don't like the latest yeah, Spider-Man movie. <gasps> I know it is not that I don't like it. I said, it's all right. It's just not what everybody said. It wasn't this thing that everybody was like, it's the greatest thing ever. I'm like, mm. He's just like mad that. that I didn't like the Batman, which is why he's doing this. I would be no, mad not too. at all, actually. I'm but impressed. yeah, we'll You're get like back that. into you not liking the Batman. Like we'll, that's just weird. Well, we'll get into it. Uh, the next announcement that we got was for Stray, the cute no, cat <laughs> cyberpunky game uh, coming on July 19th. We got the announcement. Um, it will be hitting the extra and the premium tiers of PlayStation Plus day and date. So that is a fantastic addition. I cannot wait for Stray. Uh, Ryan, are you going to play the cat game? Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, was not really excited for it with the first trailer because don't get me wrong, it's cool that there's a video game about a cat, but we had no idea what we were doing in that game, so it was hard to be excited about it. But after seeing the gameplay and kind of seeing, you know, what you're doing this game where you're you're doing some stealth stuff, you, you've got some combat in there, like, this game looks rad. So I think this is a, this is a day one play for me in July, especially because it's on PlayStation Plus, because I will definitely have the, the premium tier. I already, I've already said on the show multiple times that I'm going in that direction, so... Mm-hmm. Yes, sign me up. I'm playing this game. It'll be great. The one thing that I will say is that I really want PlayStation to figure out the branding because it's so awesome for like when Xbox does their stuff that you see the Game Pass thing on the bottom that you know it's coming to Series S, Series X, and Game Pass right off the drop. I want something along those lines because we, they didn't have this. It was an extra screen after. I just it want them weird. It, it did look weird. weird. It mm-hmm. did not look clean. So they need to figure that out. Uh, Court, where are you out on the cat game? You love cats. Uh, well, yeah, what, what? I do like cats. Cats are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, this, I already wanted to play this game before. The one thing I really like about this is not just that I want to play this game, that it's day and date on PlayStation plus. This makes me have more of a hype for the PlayStation plus as a service. Mm-hmm. Um, are what else games am I going to get day and date? Yes, this is an indie, but 
that's fine. Like if you think about this, uh, when Resogun came out with the PlayStation 4, when it was day and date on PlayStation Plus, that game was unreal. Like I still love that game. So are we going to get more and more as PlayStation Plus evolves? Are we going to get, you know, possibly a Final Fantasy? That This is Sony telling me that they're going to give us other things day mm. and date, just like Microsoft does with Game Pass. And that makes me... That makes me a little bit more hyped about both of them. I love Game Pass. I love my Xbox. I love these services. I do. Mm-hmm. Like I have Disney Plus. I have Netflix, all that. So to have a, a Sony version of this service, when we've talked about it, they have some of the best catalogs of first party games ever. So this gets me hyped. It does. I don't think I'm ever going to get a Sony first party game day and date and ending time in the near future. But I do think I might get a Capcom or Square Enix uh, game day and date on this service. I do. I, I agree with you. It does inspire more confidence that before this is like the, it's even launched over here in North America, they're already talking about what's coming to the service soon. Um, so that does make me excited. Sean, how are you feeling about Stray? I'm not a cat person. I'm a dog person, and I want to play this game. I mean, I have a cat, but like, and it lives here, and we keep it alive. But like, that's that's all good. Uh, <laughs> I would hope so. Here's here's my prediction for this game. Weird twist at the end. There's going to be some sort of like weird twist, like inside, where it's like something happens. The cat's and actually I, a dog. I, mm, I like where you, I like where your head's at on that. I'm thinking that the cat is like actually um, creating the end of the world. Like whatever is happening here, it's it's going towards. It's just going to make the whole world explode because this is this is what cats Jesus. are doing. This is the new. This is the new. Have you guys heard the conspiracy theory that um, no. birds aren't real? That birds aren't real? That they're actually oh like God. government robots or whatever? It's oh, a thing. For God's go sake. look it up. It makes so much sense. Maybe it's they're terrifying. See, Did you, you go? go. That's a YouTube rabbit hole, isn't it? I uh, my wife I think told me about this one. So Sean Sean runs that wiki. He's just trying to cover it up. And no, Sean goes down rabbit holes. He goes down rabbit holes. I send him to court every once in a while. I'm like, look at this. Look at this. Yeah, video. He's a rabbit hole guy. Look at it. Look at it. Look All it. right. Uh, where are we on the hype for Stray? Are we more or less excited than this um, than Spidey? Let's start there. Ooh. I know. I'm not. Spidey's no. no. You, you, Stray. The, okay. the kitty cat ain't taking over the Spider Man. The Spider Man's gonna eat that cat. More or less than No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky still for me. Yeah, I'd say No Man's Sky. Still mm, but I'm pl- like, I'm I'm in it, the game is imminent. Like we're playing. Know. We know when and where we're playing yeah. it. Like we we have well, the Sean, it's like No Man's Sky right now. Was that it, uh, you can't get more imminent than No Man's Sky. I'll just play tape right a now. monitor to my glasses. Is that the idea? Like just. Yeah. Yeah, that'll work. No, I, th- I think this one might be only because it's coming and I have the system for it. Like I, I can actually play it. Don't even I'm do with it. you. This does make me more excited. It's also because it's new. Like, we know No Man's Sky, that's an established property, yep. something new. Whether it's going to be good or bad, hopefully good. Knock on wood, good. I really want this to be good. Um, this does make me even more excited. Uh, and as the host, I'm just going to slam it in front of No Man's Sky. Slam it, yeah. Do. All right. You can do what uh, he wants. You got to learn this. I've, I've already figured this out by now. I, I'm, just, I'm just along for the ride. I'm a passenger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the next one we got, as I titled, Shooty Roller Skatey. We got Roller Drome coming <laughs> August 16th. Shooty Roller Skatey. You know it. August 16th. It is. It looks like Tony Hawk, but on uh, roller skates, but also shooting enemies along the way. Uh, it looked very much like a similar art style to Sable. The game looks pretty interesting. I think uh, this one, this one, I, I need to see more of it before I'm completely sold. Uh, the movement looked cool, but it also looked a little stiff at points for a game that where fluidity should kind of be the focus. Um, Court, where are you at on uh, on Roller Drome? It looks cool, and I really hope it's like a day and date on the service. It looks like the perfect, hey, yes. this is on PlayStation Plus. Um, game Pass does this a lot where they give us 
these indie games that we were like, oh, it looks great. We play it. We're like, nah, but we still played it. Uh, Truck to Yome is a, a perfect example of something we all just played and we're like, either we liked it or we didn't. Majority didn't seem to like it, but this seems like that game. They're like, they're going to give us a try and this developer, we'll get to play it and, you know, hopefully we like it and then the next developer game won't be free on the service and you'll want to go out and buy it. I hope so. I hope you're right. Who? D- I'm going to fact check myself very quickly here before it I speak. It also looks like Ryan- Donut County. It has the same art direction as Donut County. Yeah, or Sable, which is Sable. Yeah, Sable's the but one. Donut that County to came first, so I'm just going to go with the game that came first. Okay, fair enough. Uh-huh. Well, so, <laughs> Ryan, where are you? My daughter. Ryan, where are you at on this one? Are you excited? I'm actually kind of in the same position as you, Matt. I actually felt like, and you. I'm glad you brought up the gameplay because I felt like I love the like the idea itself seems interesting, and I love the uniqueness of the game. Like we don't really have you know skateboarding gun games where you're shooting mm. stuff and riding skateboards at the same time. But at the same time, it feels it, it, it like the gameplay itself looked a little stiff. And it just I I can tell just by looking at it that I don't think the combat itself is going to be as exciting as you'd probably hope for a game like this, which, again, for someone like me with games like this, like combat or gameplay is kind of king. And if the gameplay doesn't stand up or if it feels stiff or if it does, ha- it doesn't feel you know perfect, then for me, it's kind of a no go. So for me, I'm like cautiously optimistic with this one but it's definitely like of all the games we talked about so far it's probably the lowest game on my list if i'm being honest yeah and like it's interesting because this is coming from roll seven which is known for their fluidity with ollie ollie world so that's why like i'm i'm curious to see sean any any feelings any strong opinions on roller drum either in either direction I have a very strong feeling about the fact that there was a uh, distinct lack of disco in this trailer. We needed roller disco, man. Otherwise, I agree with everything that you guys are saying. Nothing more than. All right. This for me, uh, I agree with Ryan. This is at the bottom of the list for me. Yep. Where are you guys? Yep. We're getting to the point now where like we have games that look like Fortnite. We have games that look like this. Like we're repeating yeah. art styles is kind of like uh, it's a it's a bit of a turnoff, unfortunately, because it's very lovely. It's creative. I couldn't make it. But no, yeah, it looks like other things. So, yeah. 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 I'm with you. Um, the next trailer that we got was for the Calypso Protocol, Let's looking very go. dead spacey, looking very horror-y, um, running around space, shooting so aliens. Just, can, can we just throw it at number one now? Uh, get go. over this conversation. It's number one. Eh, we'll see. Coming out December 2nd, wow. 2022. Court, you're obviously stoked. Tell me more I, about why you're saying Eclipse Protocol. So as a huge, Dead Space was one of those games I remember playing, <clears throat> excuse me, on the, the 360 that, that blew my mind. Um, it was it was the first horror game that I played that I was like, nothing about it scared me. All I wanted to do was go more into the world. Um, there's a point in it where you can like, um, it was like a, almost like a game. It was like tennis or whatever. Do you know what I'm talking about, Ryan? That section where there's, I played that over and over again. And I remember I just recently, one of the very first games that I replayed, uh, through game pass on EA play on my Xbox series X was dead space again. Um, I just adore that game. Everything about it. It was just so original at the time. We really had never played anything like it. And it was just such a great world. And it just like just seeing that trailer just had me. I'm just like, it had me at hello. Like, honestly, that was a Jerry Maguire moment right there. It had me at hello. I was in. I was in. I didn't. I When Sean talked about you just needed a title screen for Resident Evil. You just that's all you needed for me there. And I already knew I was going to like this game. And then when that guy's head disintegrated, I was all over the place loving it. So, Court, let me ask you this before I before I jump to the others about their thoughts and feelings. Does this hit PlayStation Plus? 
extra or no. premium. Yeah, I don't think it needs to. Um, this is definitely this will. This is going to be on X. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I, I'll make a, a joke here, and it's probably end up being true. This has more likely a chance to be on Game Pass day and date than it does on <laughs> PlayStation day and date. All right, we'll see. This seems sure. like something that Microsoft will put a dump truck of money because they already have that. Um, you know pedigree of doing stuff like that like i i still think something we saw today will be day and date on game pass i think you're probably right i'm just curious i'm a roller drone like you mentioned has that written all over i'm curious to see where calypso protocol will land if I, if it lands on any of the services uh ryan thoughts feelings yeah feelings. pretty much said anything i was gonna say I, I i love dead space i think that game's amazing it's one of my all-time favorite games it was my my second favorite game on the xbox 360 um, and I just love that series. And we have like most of the people who worked on that game who were, you know, at, working at Visceral when it got shut down by EA mm-hmm. working on this game, including the director, Glenn Steelfield. So like I'm stoked for this game. It's not the the game I'm looking forward to the most from this, um, which is why it's not definitely the num- going to the number one spot. But, but we won't I even talk very, about that game to the very end. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> Actually, this is probably the third game, third in the list of games i'm most excited about from this so um yeah i think this game looks great and i can't wait to play it and it's coming out this year which is awesome news too so december 2nd i can't wait to play this one sean oh my god like i look at it say that's coming on december 2nd Mm -hmm. i'm playing it 100 i already know that gotham knights is coming out on my birthday just gonna say that one more time for everybody to hear that game comes out on my birthday um and then there's harry potter well sorry Hogwarts Legacy. I won't call it Harry Potter. Hogwarts Legacy. There is a lot of games coming out in that holiday window. Jesus. We'll and see. God of War, possibly. Jesus, we'll Murphy. See. We'll see what actually lands. Sean, is the hype for this at the number one spot? It's, it is close, dude. Dead Space is a special game and has actually set the bar very high for this to reach. I think this game showed exceptionally well. We needed to see horror elements. We needed to see violence. Um, I'm wondering about atmosphere a little bit. It does look very creepy. It looks a little... I don't know how to describe it, but like Dead Space is fairly, I would say, like traditional um, sci-fi. Like we got it's definitely influenced and inspired by things like Aliens and, and Event Horizon. I'm curious, like where some of these themes are coming from, if not entirely just completely ripped off uh, from Dead Space. Like what else is here? It seems like there's something else happening. So I'm I'm intrigued in the best way possible. Very violent. This Didn't we just talk about Stray a second ago? So it was like cutesy yeah. kitty cat. And then we've got like one of the most violent things I've seen since maybe The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, some of those early teasers that we were getting. So, yeah, this is this is high up on the list. Um releasing very close to dead space remake by the way as well we're going to be playing that so yeah Jesus. yeah so so then are, is this a number one slot or is this a number two slot because i'm feeling uh, i feel like you guys are more amped on it than i was i've never played dead space so and like this game oh does look cool goodness yeah we've talked about this court you told me not to bother playing the original and went to wait you because yeah yeah that's true okay. yeah. yeah so this Concussion. for me isn't a number things. one but i would i would be i would be willing i understand the point for it is this a number one or a number two Ryan, one or two? Two. Cor- right now, it's my number one because okay. now knowing also that Miles Morales is coming to PC, it's like... Uh, okay. What's currently Sean? number one? What's currently number one? Resident Evil. No, number two. This is number two. Okay. I agree. Jesus, you're a little Resident Evil. Poopers. I'm good with number two. Uh, the next thing that we got in? was uh, <laughs> obviously the, the game of the show, the game of Summer Games Fest. Uh, we got an anime action dating simulator called Eternites. 
uh, where where somebody cut off their arm and then glowy glowy power swords came out and there was a bunch of fighting. Um, we got to R2 for holding the hand. Uh, it seems like there is going to be a massive mix of a whole bunch of things in this game. Very anime, very, very data simulator, very action-y. Um, coming early 2023. I'm excited about this. Uh, you know, I, I love games like this as, as ridiculous as they can be. Ryan, how are we feeling about this as the other resident uh, weeb JRPG fanboy? So I'm going to have the same kind of argument about this one that I had about Roller Dome, where I think that I love the idea of combining a dating sim with an action RPG like this. I, I think that's a great move. And mm-hmm. I, I hope it's awesome. But I, for the same things I talked about with Roller Dome, I think the gameplay looked kind of stiff with this one. And I'm worried that the gameplay element of this is not going to be fun. And that's that's what I'm worried with with this game. So that's why, like, I'm cautiously optimistic for this one. I want like I love the idea and I love the concept. I like mm-hmm. dating sims. So mm-hmm. you would think that I'm, I would be all over this. Um, but I, I am worried about the gameplay being an issue, especially because I imagine with a game like this, the game, the, the combat itself is going to be like a large con- a chunk of this game. Mm-hmm. And for what they showed me with the, with that combat, it just didn't really impress me. So um I, I just hope it's awesome. And yeah, it's it's definitely in there, but it's towards the bottom of the list for me as well with this one. I'm with you. I'm not 100 percent sold. I am excited about that. The fact that it is a new IP and that we're getting something new. So I, I hope that it's going to be good. Um, Sean, as as a as a new weeb, as someone who is a war, was wading into the space, did anything about this trailer make you want to play this game? The final screen where they show kind of like what the the artwork is, kind of got some waifu action up in there. You know what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. maybe there's a, here, but in, in all in all seriousness, this trailer and even the name of it, like a lot of it did seem like it, it was um, a bunch of video game components jumbled up into a video game creating AI, and it spit out this trailer for. Us. I have um, been. I have jumped to conclusions in the past for games, especially like uh, Scarlet Nexus is a very recent example where I was very. I was really not impressed with the uh, reveal trailer, and I just kind of went. Looks like every other JRPG like this, and I and that was a mistake. That was, I, I actually quite liked Scarlet Nexus, so I'm actually. In this case, I'm holding off judgment uh, on this game. I, I, I am intrigued to learn more. There's there's so much more to the feel of these games, to the to the characters. I like to play them with Japanese voice acting and subtitles, so yep. that's not really conveyed here either. So I'm intrigued. I like that these are games. I I, I am like you said, I'm new to this kind of this style of game. So I will, I'm a wait and see on this one. I'm with you guys that it belongs towards the bottom of the list. So let me let me start here. Are we more or less hyped about this versus Call of the Mountain? I, I, for me, this is above Roller Drome, second from the bottom. So I'm just going to save you some time. I can live with okay. that. Sure, I'm down with that. Ryan's got the list like in his head. Like he's just like I, I just, we just talked about that game like two minutes ago, Sean. So I remember <laughs> in one ear, one one ear out, out the other. So. The next game that we got uh, was a new showing of Street Fighter 6. We did get a slightly new logo, which definitely does look better than the one before. We got yes. confirmation for 2023. We saw some of the story mode, which seemed like you did have you kind of like running around some sort of hub and doing some stuff. Um, we got a, so we got another look at like an arcade mode and along with some online battle hub stuff. So we did get a, a pretty decent showing graphically looking very comic booky with some of like this like the comic booky splash, almost like watercolor like paintings that flew across the screen. Uh, I'm not a big fighting guy, so this didn't really do much for me. Uh, Ryan, I'm going to throw to you for one of our resident uh, fighting aficionados. I was going to say, I think I'm like the only one of on the team that actually really plays fighting games a mm-hmm. lot. And 
I mean, Street Fighter, I've talked about it because I think we've been asked on the show on the PlayStation Drive before about what was like my hierarchy for fighting fighting yep. game franchises. And Street Fighter is actually pretty close to the, the bottom of the major franchises for me personally, just because I prefer more Arc System Works fighting games like Guilty Gear or um, even stuff like Dead or Alive or, or Soul Calibur. I'm just more of a fan of than Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. But... I will say the ga- the the gameplay of the fighting itself with the the four characters that we got uh, Ryu Chun Li and then two of the new characters that we got I think that looks great like I think from from a combat from a fighting sense I think the game looks really sound the story mode did nothing for me though I'm sorry to say okay. it did nothing for me from what we saw I just wasn't really excited about but that's not the reason I'm playing these games Ex- unless they're Mortal Kombat or Injustice because I think like the team at Netherrealm uh, that that works on Mortal Kombat. I think Ed Boon and his team does an amazing job telling stories in his games. And I, I always look forward to playing those campaigns. But there was nothing that this trailer kind of showed me from the story that got me excited to play through the story of this game. But the gameplay really sold me and I'm pretty excited about this next century. So I'm definitely going to play it. I, I, I like Street Fighter and uh, I can't wait to see more of the uh, what characters are going to be in it. I mean, please bring Cammy back because Cammy's the best. Um, and uh, I'm excited to uh, see more of this game, more of just the fighting. But what do you guys think? Indifferent. I have no feelings, Sean. I want to play a demo of this story mode. I, I'd be very intrigued. I don't. I agree that I don't think it showed very well. But again, it, I think a lot of it has to do with feel and just what is the moment to moment gameplay. I don't know if they did a really good job of kind of showing that off. And also, we spent most of our time wondering what the heck the the game was. <laughs> so that 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 might I have been it. like I know sometimes they go for like oh, oh that is Street Fighter like and that's that's cool sometimes. But we did spend a majority of this trailer wondering is this what was the other one Final Fight you said Ryan like it could have been Final six fight, yeah. different things. Um, mm-hmm. Well, so, they had a statue to, a statue uh, for Mayor Mike Haggard, which was from we, and he's from uh, Final Fight. He's the mayor of the town in Final Fight. Capcom's extended universe right here, man. There you go. Yeah, confirmed. Where are we tossing this? For me, this goes somewhere around Eternites, personally. But yeah. where, where are the rest of you feeling? Yeah, I would put it right above Eternites because. Agreed. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit mixed. Again, definitely the story mode. It's a bit of a problem. All right. Well, we got the next thing that we got confirmation was Tunic. It's coming September 27th. It's already out on Game Pass and Fox at a bunch of other places. A very cute uh, old school Legend of Zelda like with the Fox. That's actually very difficult. It has some it has some, you know, steep difficulty learning um, in its gameplay. So uh, it's cool. It exists. We already know that it's coming. So I'm not even going to bother to slot this one because, again, this is just a confirmation that it's coming to PlayStation and not much more other than that. Anybody have anything they want to toss in about Tunic before we move on? I just continue to be kind of perplexed at how PlayStation is going to continue this sort of thing where games come day and date into Game Pass and then you can just buy them on PlayStation and also a year later or six months later, whatever it is. Um, That's a real thing. I it that's why I think you're reacting the way that you are. It's like this is somewhere else. I could play it there. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's great for the game. More people get to play it. But as far as like competitive services are going, it's like this is direct. You can see one side is doing something different than the other side. And this this well, jumps out to me in that way. The thing is with that, I wonder with this, if this is going to be a later PlayStation Plus edition, because I'm sure Xbox signed some sort of exclusivity deals when it comes to these services. It already lives on Game Pass. I can't imagine the exclusivity deal will have only been like four or five months because it'll be like, what, max six months since launch to when it came to when it's coming to PlayStation. Probably. So this could be a later ad once it's leaving Game Pass. I think that is more likely um, because I'm sure there are some deals on the back end that we just don't know about. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah. I mean, that, there's so many layers to exclusivity we got to be looking for now. Goodness gracious. Too so many layers. Onions. But it's a quality game. So, I mean, it if, is. If, if we have PlayStation listeners that don't have an Xbox, 
I think it's worth checking out. So, Agreed. They yeah, all have man. gaming PCs, though, Ryan. They don't need an Xbox. They have gaming PCs. They can play it over there, too. I forgot about that, so I'm yeah. sorry. How could you? No, not, yeah, no knock on the quality of the game itself, because the game is really cool. Yeah. Uh, the next thing that we got was another look at Season. Uh, we got confirmation that it's coming autumn 2022. Uh, this is, if anyone remembers, a very um, atmospheric game where you're riding on a bike, and there's something to do with, like, different elements of time depending on where you take the pictures and what happens it looks very very adventure based very very uh mellow and kind of you know interesting i think the story is going to be pretty cool i'm excited about this one this is a game that i was really looking forward to from the point that we from the first point that we saw it i'm a little bit worried that it's going to go the way of lake that game that came to xbox and is now also on playstation because i played that on game pass and my god i was bored i i i like i played like a half an hour of it and put it right down. So I'm hoping they, they make the gameplay a little bit more interesting than the way that Lake showed, uh, because seeing those bicycle rides, I'm a little bit worried that it might go the same direction, but, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm still cautiously optimistic about it. Sean, you're nodding your head along with me. How are you feeling? You're being very kind. I'm like, I, I was falling asleep during this piece and, and this is nice. This is what we often see with PlayStation, a nice eclectic collection of games. This is not the Callisto protocol. Like it's, it's totally different, obviously totally opposite end. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I, I, do I get excited about these games in general? No. And it, it just, it did look a little boring and up its own ass by calling it. It's, a, it's releasing in autumn, not fall. Like <laughs> Ryan, what about you? Fancy. Yeah. I wasn't falling asleep, but it's, it's the type of game where it's like, this looks like it'll actually be fun when it comes out, but it's not the type of game I, I, I always get excited for in a showcase like this one. Um, where, whereas I, I'll be more excited when like maybe with just one trailer on YouTube and then I'll, you know, play the game when it comes out kind of thing. So, yeah, I I'll, I might actually check this one out when it comes out this autumn as opposed mm-hmm. to this fall. Um, but beyond that, I'm like, this is the probably one of the lowest hype level games on of the show. We're speaking just about the trailer itself. I'm hoping that this will be one of those things that once we get an actual release date, we also get that plus confirmation that feels very much like an extra or premium tier game where, you know, I hope we get an opportunity to play it. This for me goes um, under Street Fighter, but above Eternites. How are we feeling? Yep, or do that's we... exactly what I was going to say. This right. is bottom of the. I mean, for whatever it's worth, I don't don't change it for me. But this is like the bottom of the barrel for me, dude. Fair enough. Teach their own. And the final game that we got. We got Final Fantasy 16. We got a brand new trailer. It is looking slick. It is looking cinematic. It is looking massive. We got a whole bunch uh, of what, what were they called, Ryan? Icons? Icons, yeah. Icon, thank you. Icons, um, past summons and from different games where we saw they're doing a whole bunch of massive battles going on. Unfortunately, but also fortunately, we did find out that it's coming summer 2023, so it is about a year away. I was hoping that it was going to hit sooner than that, but we did get at least a window so we know when to expect it. The game is looking fantastic. I cannot wait for this game. Ryan, as our our master Final fantasy or how are you feeling about it? I mean, it's one of my most anticipated games that we know about that's releasing in the next 12 months, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm stoked for this game. I will say this trailer, I wasn't excited for as much coming out of this trailer than I was the previous trailer, mm-hmm. mainly because this one focused so much more on the combat. And I think while the combat looks good, it's probably not going to be the strongest suit for this game where I, re- I think it's really going to be kind of like the political storyline that they have going on between the, the, the rival kingdoms, um, as well as, you know, some of the stuff that's going on with the icons along with it. Whereas this trailer really was like, 
almost like here are all the icons and they're all fighting each other. And that's kind of like the focus of this. And we have some like hand to hand combat sequences would look really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, it was mostly like these giant two armies fight each other. And then, you know, Titan and, and uh, Garuda kind of go clashing mm-hmm. essentially, which again is a cool thing on paper, but it's like, I want to know more about the story or, I, or maybe I don't, but it's just that the story is the, just the thing I'm most excited about for this game. So I'm still coming away with it being very, very hyped for this game. But this trailer in particular was less hype than the last trailer for me personally. I will agree with you that this trailer was very much more like style over substance. It was very loud, very flashy and very big, um, which I think, you know, either worked for you or you didn't. Sean, how about you? Again, as someone who came into Tales of Arise and Scarlet Nexus and ended up really enjoying them, where is where how are you feeling about Final Fantasy 16? Oddly enough, like. I wanted to get into Final Fantasy 15 and it seemed like it was designed for people like me. But I actually think this is more in line with what I am looking for in a in a Final Fantasy game to to jump on in. So I am very excited by this game. I'm a little disappointed by the fact that you missed an opportunity to call Ryan an RPG caveman. So uh, <laughs> the RPG cave, of course, he's not a caveman, but you guys know what I'm saying. This looked amazing to me it had all the things like it was very busy i actually want to re-look at it um from a higher quality we just watched it streaming and i think that there's a better version of this trailer that we'll be able to watch very soon um Mm. because one of the things that i have always looked for in a final fantasy game whether i played it or not is just how gorgeous they are and the Mm -hmm. cinematics like final fantasy has for decades set the bar on like what is possible in video games and i want to look at it again before i really come down on this and it's like this looked great and maybe it's more of a commentary on like where other games have gotten to this point, but it's lost a bit of its step on that front. I would, I think in terms of, is this the absolute greatest thing I've ever seen? I can't believe it's real kind of thing. Like Hmm. that's usually my reaction to a final fantasy trailer. This isn't quite there. That's the worst thing that I can say about it, which really isn't to say all that much about it. I think it's not coming out in summer of 2023. I think this is just the first date that we'll get that will eventually slip. They've got quite a few months so that it can still land in 2023. That's my formal prediction. I'm just pessimistic because of the way things have been going over the last little while. But Mm -hmm. count me intrigued, man. This is a huge, huge exclusive on PS5. So kudos to PS5 owners and all that stuff. That's a a huge deal. Yeah, I'm I'm incredibly hyped. I I can't wait for the... These are one of my most anticipated games, period. So that's why for me, this slams into number one. But again, yeah, Ryan, Sean, where are you guys at on this? I'm sorry. This is number two for me. OK, you're hyped for Resident Evil 4 more. And, and Sean, I, I, Sean probably knows where I'm going with this. I mean, Resident Evil 2 remake is yeah. my favorite game of the Xbox One generation. OK, and knowing what they're going to do with that game and, and, and kind of and also with taking the tone that we got from the trailer and, and where they're going with that. Like I can tell just by looking at that trailer that that's going to be like one of the best horror games that we're going to get this generation. So for me, I'm actually, believe it or not, after today, more excited for Resident Evil 4 remake than Final Fantasy 16. I'm still excited for 16, especially because that trailer that for 16 looked like a Final Fantasy 14 trailer with the music from Soken. Because it sounds like Soken's doing the music for this. He did the music for 14 as well. Mm-hmm. I like, yes, I'm excited for both these games, but like Resident Evil 4 in particular, not only that, but it's something you guys had talked about before with kind of like immediacy with that. Like, I know we're getting Resident Evil 4 remake in March like that's going to be sooner and to Sean's point I actually think 
he's probably right about that. Like Final Fantasy 16 is probably going to end up getting delayed because all the Final Fantasy games always get delayed. So this is like more like palpable for me. Like I know I'm going to get that game sooner. So Resident Evil 4 is definitely my number one of the two, but only by like a, a smidge, not by a huge margin or anything. All right. So then we have we have a number two call. I'm like I said, I'm happy. with Sean, I'm going to ask you a tie break because, again, you had hype for Resident Evil 4. You're also having hype for Final Fantasy 16. I'm prepared to put it at number two if you're the tiebreaker. It's going number one. This is number too big one, a deal. Baby. This is too big a deal. Final Fantasy 16. Only, and again, it kind of the smidge the other way uh, of what Ryan was saying. We've played Resident Evil 4. This is not to take away. Obviously, I'm hyped for it. It was at the top spot. Um, this is brand new. And it is an exclusive to PlayStation. Like, if you're listening to the show, you are a PlayStation fan. This is a huge deal. It's a return it, to me, and I can't wait to learn more, but it just seems like a bit of a return to form to the old days when Final Fantasy was exclusive to PlayStation. Not the oldest days when it was exclusive mm-hmm. to Nintendo, but like the old days, like, you know, like seven and eight. And that was but during the same days, Resident Evil was also exclusive to PlayStation. That's well. that's a good point. That's a good go. point. But, good but point. now it's not. And and so that's why I think on the PlayStation drive after a PlayStation state of play, Final Fantasy 16, I think, showed very well it it. Um, but what a good bookend. Like really mm-hmm. what we're talking about here is the yep. one and two. You start the show really strong. You finish the show with uh, Final Fantasy 16, of course. No Bloodborne. Bit of a complaint of mine. But that's not what you're asking. So I, I'll tie break in the favor of Final Fantasy 16. All right. I'm, I'm happy to slam that into first place. Um, before we get into the one or two questions that we have, uh, let's get just general thoughts. Ryan, how did you feel about this state of play as a whole? So I actually thought this is a good state of play. I think we got a lot of really good sounding games. The fact that we were like we had a couple of games near the bottom. So there were definitely some games that we were not like super hyped for. But overall, I think it was a a great selection of of games, both from third party and actually, again, a pretty promising lineup for PSVR. The downside that comes along with it, though, is that and and this is something that I know we're going to talk about probably when we see the Xbox showcase in a couple weeks, is that almost everything here that's exciting is next year. The only Mm. thing that we're really getting that's super exciting. um, Well, the only two things we're getting that we're super stoked about are Stray and Calypso Protocol for this year. Mm-hmm. everything else is a next year game it's a 2023 game whether it's you know street fighter resident evil final fantasy like i, I feel like a lot of stuff is coming out next year mm-hmm. um and uh, which then begs the question well what are we playing this fall then because one of the thing questions we had on the xbox drive you know going into summer game fest is what are the games we're playing this fall because we don't know about any of them yet like we know about a couple we know about pokemon on nintendo um and and uh, some other stuff and then, you know, Summer Game Fest and, and this showcase was supposed to, you know, inform us of, of the games we're going to play this year. And I feel like I'm excited for a lot of stuff here, but it is so far away. Like even something like Resident Evil, for example, like I'm super stoked for that game, but that's almost a year away at this point. So mm-hmm. obviously, you know, again, great selection of games here. I think they, they nailed it with this state of play. And it's definitely one of the best state of plays we've had over the last year. Yeah, for sure. As far as content is concerned. I just wish everything wasn't so far away, but I'm curious to know what uh, what Sean thinks about this. Sean, I um, on the Patreon.com/slash Carpool Gaming uh, 
patrons at the $3 tier and up can listen to Mr. Babbitt and I. He's the host of the uh, PS Trophy Room. Uh, we have a show called Console Wars. We fight, and we spat some stuff last night. It's available right now if you go to patreon.com slash carpoolgaming. A little plug there. And my my commentary to him is something that I'll reflect here as well, in that I'm, I'm wondering about this strategy that PlayStation is rolling out right now. Why are they doing this? Why didn't they have their own big deal showcase where they show third-party VR and or, and especially first-party stuff? I think that they've missed the boat on that. I, I wonder what they've got in store with Jeff Keighley and how that will land. I question that as being their 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 lead strategy. It's, it seems to me that that's really the only place that we're going to get the date for God of War is maybe at the very end of a Jeff Keighley showcase. So I'm wondering how that's going to land. And if that's the only thing, is that so bad? Maybe not. So I'm just a little curious on that. Overall, though, I thought this was a strong showing um, for the most part. Definitely a lull, but it was kind of picked up with things like like Stray was surprising to me. Um, but yeah, a, a good mix. Spider-Man on PC, Donnie Reese, our local um, new, new, new member of the PC community, which is very awesome. Uh, so yeah, I thought it was really good. I'm just, to me and, and Brian and I, I cannot wait to be watching the Xbox showcase in just over a week. Like it does open up a huge opportunity for Xbox to come in and just crush it. Um, it doesn't answer any questions about what we're playing this year. So I'm, I'm just a little questioning what the heck is going on, man. So that's kind of where, where I'm at on this. See, I, I agree and I, I see where you guys are coming from. This for me was the best state of play we've gotten in a long time as a whole start to finish. There were some lulls, but I feel like there was really kind of like a game here for everyone. There was something that somebody could walk away from being excited about thing. I understand the the concerns about the, the distance and the timing of it all. For me, this just screams that they are going to be ready to go with the God, with God of War and The Last of Us remake at Keeley stuff. Here they they you know they had Final Fantasy they had stuff like you know the PSVR two titles that we've seen we, they had if you think about it they Definitely. had Resident Evil four and Final Fantasy sixteen two massive games that a lot of people are incredibly excited about and to take the breath out of almost everything else that we'll probably see at Keeley stuff they can rule this conversation and I think they're going to rule that conversation if God of War is imminent if Last of Us is also imminent if both of those games are in Keeley's showcase. And they're both hitting this year. Nothing else shown from those the, from those from that showcase is going to matter because nothing else is going to hit the same way and probably hit this year. I don't know what Xbox has on the do- like on the docket for the rest of this year. Their biggest games have already been delayed out of this year. This to me says we're confident in our third parties, but we're even more confident by taking all the first party stuff out and letting it take over whatever Keeley's doing. That to me is how I'm feeling. Um, Court, what about you? How did you feel about the state of play as a whole? How, 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 you know, how was it? It was the first show that we've seen in a long time that had got my hype level. It actually got me more hype for the Xbox show that's going to happen next week. It finally felt like uh, an E3 showcase that yes. we hadn't. Yeah, look, Sean, look, I said A3. It finally felt like a showcase that we hadn't seen in a really long time. You're saying this felt like E3? The state of play we just like- watched? Yeah, I, I thought it was. I I liked the fact that we got Resident Evil, we got we got Final Fantasy, we got big games. It wasn't just indie. I've just yeah. I feel like everything we've gotten during COVID has just been like an indie showcase, or they show this one game. And this was the first time it was like, hey, here's stuff, and it's not just stuff. Here's <laughs> stuff coming out this year and next year. Mm-hmm. Here's stuff. Here's and that's my that's my biggest. And maybe to clarify what I was commenting on before, I this wasn't is a, listening. This, I was no, that's okay. Stuff. This is a June showcase. 
Like we're not messing yeah. around in June. Okay. Like we are, we are here. We're playing for keeps. And I yeah. just like, this was very good for a state of play, but it's a June state of play. So like I, my expectations are a little different, but man, what am I saying? Like final fantasy 16 rocked resident evil rocked close protocol. Totally amazing. Like it, it straight, totally surprised me. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying like when we talk about E3, mm-hmm. we talk about June, we are slamming your face into the wall my friends yeah but if we still get like what he was messaging when we if we get god of war and we get all that stuff like i think what we traditionally thought of e3 and what everything was mm-hmm. that doesn't exist anymore covid just destroyed that and it's never coming back it's coming now back we're going to be getting sa- next sunday june 12th xbox baby no i'm just kidding. well i i, 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 I truly think xbox I, I do think both Nintendo started with directs and now Sony has their state of plays. Yeah. And that's just what we're going to, because if you think about it, if this was E3, then the Hogwarts legacy thing never would have happened. So we wouldn't even have had that. So that would have been in on this. And then you would have had God of War with this and you would have had uh, whatever else they're going to announce. So mm-hmm. then you'd be like, oh my God. Like, think about it. If they would have put in Last of Us, Hogwarts legacy, um, and God of War. And God of War in with all of this. Yeah. That's what I would it's, want. Yeah. But we don't that doesn't exist anymore. I think that's yeah. gone. Yeah. I think, I think now giving themselves like giving Hogwarts Legacy its own um beat for a little bit. Like here it's over there. And now they're gonna God of War will Achilles showcase all of a sudden God of War, boom. You'll have like <laughs> the axe drop and he'll be like, boy, and then everybody's gonna lose their mind. And then we're gonna get a state of play with a deeper dive into that game anyway. I think just like I think I think the idea of this one massive press conference is just no longer a thing. We're going to get these kind of segmented pieces out across Keeley stuff, across the first part, like across their, you know, internal stuff. I just, I don't know if we're going to get that one massive showcase with all of it together anymore. June 12th. You're breaking my heart, you guys. I don't want to change. I want, I want E3 back. I want it the same. I don't want things to be different. I agree with you. I loved E3. I, yeah. I love the fact that I got like a weekend of awesomeness. Mm-hmm. But I think that's gone forever. And I think yeah. Nintendo saw the writing on the wall before even COVID started. Well, and, yeah. and Matt, you bring up a point that Babbitt had as well on our Console Wars episode this week in that what a what a ballsy and aggressive move on Sony's part. If that is truly what they're doing, and I, I agree with you, I expect to see something absolutely massive drop on on Keeley's stage. That isn't that is the only reason they do that is to squash everything else in the in the show. Yep. Instead of instead of doing what everybody said they should have been doing this entire time, which is why why would they share the message with anybody else? They should do their own thing. And like now they're not doing their own thing. They're doing Keeley's thing, but they're doing it to squash everything else. And it's like, well, what a ballsy like. Well, look, kind of look a what Xbox move. did. Look what Xbox did that time when they announced the Series X. Yeah, they did it too. Xbox was like, hey, we had our own showcase. Oh, by the way, here's the mm-hmm. Xbox not, Series not X. In, like December, not in November or anything. No, I, I understand, but they still did a ballsy move where they dropped it instead of at a conference. They were like, "Here is the brand new console." And the thing now, is, now that- I think Sony is being very smart. They've mm-hmm. they started off this generation on on the other foot, and they're trying to get it back and doing this, and then letting Xbox have their showcase and be like, "Cool," and already knowing that their big game isn't even dropping. And they're like, oh, by the way, we have God of War. And then there one more thing. It was like, what, why don't they give us Last of Us and Uncharted? Like, oh my God. They but could why wouldn't you things. want that as part? Like, I, this, is, this is my frustration. I, like, I agree with why you. Why would I would you love want that a, as part of a Sony show? Like, why I, not? 
I just, but, I agree with you. I just don't think it's a thing anymore. I just don't I, think it's a thing anymore. It's happening it's also, next Sunday. Stop saying I, that. It's happening well, next say, Sunday. Well, not only that, you, hold on. You're on saying nothing Xbox is going to drop, nothing at Keeley's show. I, yeah, I think I, they're going to have their heaviest hitters at their own show. I, I hope so. I hope so. It's going to be mm, awesome because we're going to be like, there. I, I really do hope so. But what are what heavy hitters are you expecting to see out of the Xbox press conference? Because we had this. Keely's thing will be before the Xbox one, right? So if PlayStation is actually setting themselves up for this one-two punch of here's an awesome state of play and here's us ruling Keely's showcase, what are you ex- what are you, wait, when what is, are you expecting wait, when is, out of when Xbox? is thing? The ninth. It's, it's the ninth. So, oh, yes. next so, that, yes. so that's what I'm Seriously. saying. So we, we get yeah. this. We get Resident Evil. This we get Final awesome. Fantasy. Next week we get potentially God of War, The Last of Us. And by the time Xbox rolls around for their big conference – and the focus is going to be elsewhere. So that's what I'm asking. What are you expecting? Oh, you think the- so? You think they don't yes. have like a last go and like this is at well, one. And we're guessing that Nintendo could be the Tuesday afterwards, but yeah, potentially. But it that's what be, I mean. Be, like, they could have the last say or Nintendo comes in with the last say. I, I think that's right. I definitely think we're going to see Gears of War. I mean, God of War at Keeley Showcase. Yeah, because the then because yeah. then uh, the only thing that we're going to get at the Xbox conference, I don't think there's anything imminent, which is going to be the same problem that we just had with the state of play that everything feels way. And right? I'll say like the same might. thing there as well. Yeah, there's no mm-hmm. doubt. I don't know why. Like, and I, and I, and Babbitt has the same question. I, I wish I had a better answer. I I just feel like they're gearing up for something big. And I don't know why that is. I don't know why. It's just the, the Xbox plus Bethesda thing, which to me says probably Starfield gameplay, which I think will be a big deal, even though it's sad that it's delayed. Obviously, it's sad that it's delayed, but I'm, I'm interested to see what that, that game is going to play like. But I think there's more at play with this Bethesda thing. Than Starfield. I think we get Indiana Jones. I yep. straight up. Where and I know they have an hour and a half show. show. They got to tell it. I I know. I don't think there's any fable. There's a, way too much not good going on in the background on that right now. Yeah. From what you, you just yeah. read LinkedIn and you yep. can see, there's some bad stuff going on with with that. I game think right Hellblade's now. farther along. Like honestly, my dark horse I agree. pick. Probably. I think Hellblade's farther along than people are giving well, it credit for, and I think it could and be Doom. this year. Doom. We're getting we're getting a Doom. We're getting I Quake. Think Quake. Like I think yeah, I think we're getting yeah. Quake. I don't know what would we get in Wolfenstein. No, I, I, I think Machine Games is doing. I think they're doing Indiana Jones. I don't know that I'm believing the yeah. Wolfenstein. Yeah. Type. It would only be Wolfenstein if they farmed it out to another studio. Yeah, fair enough. Another studio working. Yeah, out. but definitely, I think we do see gameplay of Indiana Jones because we we saw the the hat trailer, and it it sounds like we're getting stuff from Contraband as well. So yeah. there's going to be a lot of gameplay of games. We'll see mm-hmm. Redfall. We'll see Starfield. They'll have a lot. But remember, they're also going to have something at Keeley's show, and that could be Indiana Jones. They could do Indiana Jones before they're even showcase. They could they could even do the like the teaser trailer at Keeley's and be like, "Get ready for more this Sunday." But yeah, that's smart. Three actually. over and over again. They right? actually yeah. always usually do that. They, like, exactly, they did that last year too, with where they had something at Keeley's showcase and then they had something at the Xbox and yeah. they had their showcase afterwards. This for me feels just like PlayStation throwing the first punch. They're going to follow up Achilles and then we're going to see how Xbox follows up like that. That to me, that, that this is them going, we want to be first. We want to be on the dock. We want to be what people are talking about leading into this. And is what Xbox is going to show be enough to take away from the conversation of the possible hype of Last of Us and God of War hitting this it's year? It's so crazy. I, this is why I love this season, man. Like, who cares whatever what really happens? Who's right about whatever. Yeah. It's just interesting to me. You know, like yeah. I'm not I'm not mad, upset or anything. I'm just like I'm really intrigued by the strategy and we won't know exactly what that is until it all plays out. But mm-hmm. yeah, very dude, this is awesome. Like this, this is, is Sony, why it happen now. This is, this is Sony owning the week. Mm-hmm. Not just the day. They own the week now. They own the news week because everybody's gonna be talking about this. No, we're still talking about those handsome Pokemon trainers. My friend, oh, yo, are we though? Are we? Yes. Yeah, they kind of look like Matt. Actually, I, I, I that dude looks like Matt. 
I'm pretty sure the conversation shifted, Sean, to whether or not Sonic for Tears looks like a worse game than Sonic 06. <laughs> There's lots going on, dude, right now. And this is the best thing. And you guys are kind of right about one thing that uh, I don't even know if you specifically said it. Usually before E3, we do get a bunch of news and reveals and things that kind of don't hit the main stage, but there's usually a bit of a, a rush of news. We always forget about it, and it always happens, and I think this is maybe a different version of that, and that's maybe mm-hmm. me wrapping my head around what the heck is Sony doing. Maybe this is a version of that. If I look back, first week of June 2021, there was stuff. Maybe this is them just capturing it in a state of play. Yep, I think you're right. But let's bring this conversation on home. Let's recap our final stick shift list for the state of play. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 at number one, Resident Evil 4 at number two, Calypso Protocol at number three, Spidey at number four, Stray at number five, No Man's Sky at number six, Call to the Mountain at number seven, RE8, followed by Saints and Sinners 2, then Street Fighter 6, Seasons, Eternites, and on the last roller drome closing out the list everyone thank you so much for joining us this has been a fantastic experience but before we go ryan if people wanted to find more of you where could they do so well they can do so over at ryan turford on twitter where it's morbid time yeah. all the time <laughs> according to captain logan also you know whatever you know blue blocks you know studios has something to say i'll be saying it over there so you can find me over on twitter at ryan turford sean where can people find you uh, find me in Canada and also on the internet on Twitter and on Twitch at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery Capri, like the pants. That's right. And go to Sean for all of the uh, deep jar jar lore. Court, what about yourself? Where can people find you? You can find me on the internet as well. And you can also find me on Twitter at Court Lalon. You can also find me every Wednesday live on YouTube for Three Dads in a Console. And you can find me every now and then on Xbox A. Also, you can also find me on TikTok at the Carpool Gaming TikTok. And you can also find me on Twitter at Carpool Gaming and all social media profiles for Carpool Gaming. That's right. And Court is absolutely killing the game. So make sure you go see his stuff and everything over at Carpool Gaming. As for myself, you can find me over on Burnout and Matt on Twitter, or you can find me over at YouTube.com slash Burnout Brighter, where we do all things video games, mental health and social justice. But that, my friends, brings us to the end. Once again, if you're watching on YouTube, please like, subscribe and share. Head to Patreon.com slash Carpool Gaming for an immense amount of awesome content, including Console Wars at the $3 level, if you want to hear more about Sean's thoughts about what happened this week. But everyone, this brings us to the next one. We will see you on the next lap. We'll see you very soon. See you next time. The PlayStation Drive is fueled by Patreons who truly make me believe that anything is possible. And I'd like to thank them more than the 90 patrons who support us each and every month at patreon.com slash carpoolgaming. With a special thanks to our ultimate producers, Tony Baker from Quest 4 Pixels, Dallas Ford, Emily O'Kelly, Trucker Sloth, Jonathan Brown, Drew Agnew, Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive, Skinny Matt, hosting Carpool Gaming Community Nights. Please follow at twitch.tv slash skinny Matt. Links are in the show notes. Please support these ultimate producers. Platinum producers, Brendan Myers, Dano, Marcus McCracken, Mostly Martinez, Becky Rubin Navarro, Robbie, Bobby Miller, and RJ Kern. Gold members, Anna W., Argo, Ashley Nicholson, Cicely Carroza, Dallas Robbins, Foolish Fuji, Jose Jimenez, Mac Time, Marcus O'Neill, Nagachaka, The Snack Network, Tom D4NKS, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots. Newest members, I really want to thank you to the Ultimate Team are Tony Baker and Skinny Matt, and welcome John32.